Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Financier, and we'll be speaking to you this evening. My name is Prophetess Africa Sankofa, and I am the host for the show this evening. And tonight I will be introducing him. And before I do, I just want to speak a little bit about the show. It's going to be really transforming for you. It's going to actually make you question some of your belief systems around money, around income, how it is created, and the mindset around that. It's going to be a really dynamic show with information that will shift your mind and will affect your thinking to really help you see money and see it it quite differently that you may have seen it before. I just want to give a shout-out to the community members who are joining us this evening and for those who are non-community members. So, welcome again. We're really excited about being on the air and really sharing who we are and what we are about and what we would like to bring to you in this show and in future shows. Okay? So, we really have a mission to really help the community and really inform them and give them information they may have never, ever come across before. Our mission is really to build a viable network of like-minded people who are really committed to creating extraordinary super life successes in every aspect of their lives. And we are doing this because this is a much-needed mission. But before I actually introduce uh, the prophetic financier, Al Mills, also known as the prophetic financier, uh, who will be speaking tonight on transactional riches versus contractual income, I want to share with some news 
with you that I came across today. And we know that the average person is dealing with this on a daily basis when it comes to monies and how it affects them, whether it's their wages, whether you're making minimum wage or you're actually having a six-figure income. And this article was written by a CNBC reporter, and it really had an effect on my mind when I saw it because it's actually speaking about inflation. And it actually says adjusted for inflation, the federal minimum wage is worked less than 50 years ago. And I thought that was very astonishing. Uh, Most people may not realize what the rate of inflation is, and currently, most employment is just rising at just barely 2.5%. But you'll learn a little bit more about what the current inflation numbers are. But then when we look at the minimum wage being worth less than 50 years ago, where are people going to be going when it's retirement for them? What is, how far is their 401k going to go? So it says here, Nearly seven years after the federal minimum wage was raised to $7.25 an hour from $6.55, it has remained stagnant. It actually struck me how important that is. It didn't say it moved 1% or 2%, but it has actually remained stagnant. And despite the increasingly heated debate over better pay and worker projections, that hasn't really, uh, they haven't really made a decision. They're still talking about it. So it's really affecting people in a very negative way. So they also said despite periodic increases, the buying power of the federal minimum wage hasn't kept up with inflation. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, data shows that in 1968, the federal minimum wage was equivalent to $10.90 in 2015, nearly $4 higher than today's rate. And I'm going to stop there because it's a pretty long article. But what it is actually showing you right now, we haven't even moved ahead. We really haven't been stagnant. We've actually been working backwards. And that's what is so great about what the prophetic financier, Al Mills, is going to speak to you tonight about. That Just to make you aware there's more options just based on the information that you can make better choices. So tonight, I would like to introduce to you Al Mills, also known as the Prophetic Financier, and he's going to be discussing the topic on transactional riches versus contractual income. So I want to welcome Al Mills. Are you there on the line? Absolutely. Actually, thank you very much, Prophetess Ankofa. And that article was, I must say, was Again, one of the primary reasons why this particular radio show is existing as well as our community, because as we know in the community and the lessons that you're learning is that two of the most major wealth erosion components known on the planet is inflation and taxation. And here it is, this article is speaking on how people's earnings 
is not outpacing inflation. And that's one of the major issues why so many people, a large number of American citizens will retire financially unfit and not be able to live the life that they lived when they were in their working years. A matter of fact, I mean, not taking away from these particular companies, but a lot of our seniors are somewhat working as Walmart greeters or working in fast food restaurants just to subsidize their income because these individuals have done all the things that they were supposed to do. They they work well, they put away for a rainy day, and now the rainy day is here and they don't have shelter. And so this is what gave us the inertia to want to come forth and create this platform that we can educate the people grow a community of like-minded individuals who are tired of this misinformation, especially the financial aspect, and be able to truly take control of their lives. And, and we kind of pride ourselves, you know, again, in our community, we, we're not giving financial advice or tax advice, but we're sharing with information that we've employed for ourselves, and we've seen the multitude of success within that. And we're more so call ourselves, what we would say, social architects. And what we're really doing is using our gifts to create what we would say generational impact for ourselves as well as for others. And we're empowering people to be able to call mobility assets out of thin air and give others the opportunity to have that centurial achievement. Because you see, according to most statistics, especially Labor Department, the Department of Finance, social Social mobility is directly correlated to what we would call as income accession, which is basically where you grow from certain social classes defined by economy, by income. And so that particular article was very, very fitting to the subject matter that we're going to talk about tonight because most people have been taught to target and chase things that are not going to get them any closer to their quote-unquote, retirement finish line. So I just want to thank you for that article. I think it's very informative. I'd like to take a moment to, again, say hello and a shout-out to our community, the massive passive income generators out there. You know, welcome to the call. Later on, you guys will be able to call in and ask questions, share your testimonies, because this platform is about sharing. It's about empowering one another and also taking us to the next level where we can work cohesively as a unit, and that's very important. So, you know, as we as we talk about this thing called transactional riches versus contractual income, we first have to have a little bit more of a background story, and that story is very simple. There is primarily a difference between riches and wealth. Would you agree, Prophetess? Absolutely, um, a very vast difference. So what happened? What has happened here is that most people misconstrue riches for wealth, and we're going to dispel and bring some clarity to those things tonight. And we're going to start off with most people feel that riches is wealth, but riches is nothing more than accumulation of a lump sum of capital, if you will, and that is deemed being being wealthy. Whereas wealth is measured over time, and we always like to use an example, and I'm going to use the example. Assume that you were generating $20,000 a month in passive income or earned income for that matter, and your lifestyle 
um, prophetess was $2,000 a month, generally the average person, I would ask them, how wealthy are they? How wealthy would you be if you earned 20000 a month and your cost of living was 2000 How wealthy would you be? You'd be about 10 times uh, because we're looking at the fact that you'll be able to have at least 10 months worth of income um, at $2,000. Per month. And now the average person that's not in our community or have this specialized knowledge would not know how to quantify that. That's what we call massive passive math, that you need to learn to do the math in these situations. So, yes, in that situation, you would be able to sustain your current lifestyle for 10 months before you need to duplicate or replicate that earnings of $20,000. So that's very important, listeners out there, to know that the key here is to truly create passive passive income on a monthly basis that can elongate your lifestyle without you having to exchange your physical labor for that. And that's what we're priding ourselves on informing and sharing in the community. And so for those of you out there who are listening tonight, if you're not part of the community, I would encourage you greatly to get back to your colleague who may have shared this particular radio link with you and get back to them and talk to them a little bit about what can be done for you to be a part of the community. You know, we're not promoting our community on the Internet and things of that nature because we believe that wealth and prosperity is family business. We believe that family is business, and so we want to keep it in the family and we want to be able to share the information so that we can create generational wealth. So back to that example again. So here here we are. We're in a culture of a lifestyle where we were taught to be rich as opposed to be wealthy. And so that set our target on things that produces riches versus wealth. And as you can see, we see a lot of information. We see lottery pick winners, and we see professional athletes who get these large contracts, but it's lump sum, it's lump sum bonuses and things of that nature. And history has shown that over a period of time those just fade away because they didn't have what we would call a true game plan that did what? Outpace inflation. Okay? And inflation, for those of you who don't know, inflation is the depreciation of your buying power. So just imagine this for a minute. Your earning, your dollar is losing three cents. I'm going to say that again. Three cents per year. Now, uh, Prof, I'm going to ask you a question. Based on your research, since it's your, you brought the basic news, what's the average, what is the average APR on a CD these days? Mm, uh, it would actually be determined on the length of time that you would like to have that CD and also the amount that you're actually going to deposit into the CD. But the average is really between 1% and 2%. Okay, so now let's look at that. So this, so, so first thing we need to look at here is that just imagine the most responsible individual who's doing what's necessary, following the plan that was laid out before them, they're following and they're opening up. We're not discrediting CDs by no means. We're just here trying to show and enhance financial intelligence because, see, you have intel. You're able to be able to make more informed decisions. So in this particular example, 
if someone had, had never read the article that you read and they opened up a traditional account in traditional financial America, they would have been settling for a return on their money that is less than keeping up with inflation. So see, right away, there's the biggest mistake ever made. Would you agree? I mean, at that point, they're not even keeping up with inflation. Absolutely, agree? I agree. I agree. And the wages are not keeping up with inflation. So there are two negatives, whether it's in a decision to make an investment or to have a job just getting a regular wage. Whether it's a six-figure or minimum wage situation, they'll still be outpaced by inflation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now let's take the, now let's turn the microscope knob a little bit closer and really focus in on that. So now, here we are. John Doe, Mary Doe, they're so excited. They got a great paying job. They're, they're putting away for the rainy day. They're doing everything that the advisor said to do. And here it is on paper. They have paper profits. But when you then add what we call the erosion factor in reference to the inflational rate, so just imagine that 3% inflational rate over, let's just say, the life of savings of an individual, 20 years, that means your buying power was depreciated by 60%. 3% for 20 years is 60% depreciation in your buying power. So that's like, that's like saying for those who live in New York City, and you know, for those of you who are listening tonight and from the, from the northeast in the New York City area, just imagine... A daily news used to cost 25 cents 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And what does it cost today? Well over, well over a buck and a half, so to speak, or two bucks. So here it is at this point. That's the issue that you'd have to be faced with. That depreciation of 60% is putting you in a place now where you're not sufficient. You don't have what is called sufficiency capital to maintain your current lifestyle when you were working. Forget about advancement. We're talking about just keeping up with necessities. And this is why you see this. And so there has to be a change. And the only way we're going to be able to promote change is through awareness. And so this particular show is giving people awareness. You see, there's information for the low class, the low income the middle income and the, and the elite. And so we're looking to bring information that is going to transform people. So let's go back again to that transactional riches. So once again, of course, our society has been focused around transactional riches. Everyone's bombarded with these late night infomercials, you know, HDTV, flip that house, things of that nature. All of those things are transactional which basically means you receive a lump sum check at the end of the event, but there's also something else that happens. Because these events are short-term, you're subject to short-term capital gains. And that's another thing, you know, for those who want to have the wealth consciousness, you want to be able to avoid capital gains at all costs or at least defer it if you can. And so transactional riches is never going to do that for you. Whereas if you were getting involved in what we would call contractual income, let's talk about that. Look at all of the transactional income generators out there. 
They're called banks. Whenever you apply for a loan and you affix your signature onto a loan agreement or promissory note, you are promising and pledging specific payments over a period of time. So when you look at that on the asset books of the bank, they can determine with expectancy and precision how much they're going to receive every month by a particular timeline from that particular borrower. So in this particular example, if that borrower actually took out a loan for 30 years, the bank could factor that they're going to receive a whopping 360 payments from you contractually. Okay, the same with a annuity or life insurance policy if it's not structured to be a wealth vehicle. The same thing applies. You're going to be paying a premium over a period of time, which are contractual payments, which is income or premium income for the insurance companies. So are you seeing how contractual income gives you something that is predictable and consistent? Again, another form of contractual income, let's just say that you had an income-producing property and you had tenants paying rent. Now, I'm going to do a comparative to transactional riches versus contractual. So here, here, here's the issue here. Suppose you owned a home in 2006, 7, or 8 before the bubble, and then the bubble came and crashed, and the, all of your equity in your home dissipated. Now, it doesn't go away. It changes hands. So when I use the word dissipate, I don't mean it, it evaporated completely. It just changes hands because wealth never dissipates. It changes hands. But for the, for the illustrational point, I, wanna, I want you to feel the, the effect of what's happening here. So basically at that point, what has happened is you're now, because you bought your home or your investment property for equity appreciation, you never had cash flow because you were playing equity game, which is transactional, because what's the old adage? Profit, buy low, sell what? Sell high. Sell high. So you see, sell high. So that's the whole consciousness that our society is in, even in the global stock markets. It's always about buy low, sell high, but there's, they never talk about cash flow. They never talk about that cash flow is truly the king. So in this example that we're talking about, here it is that you, if you were thinking cash flow minded when you bought that property in 2006, seven or eight, when the market crashed, your tenant, their lease to you would have no relevance to the appreciative value or the depreciative value of the asset because they would have had an obligation to pay you what their lease states. Would you agree? Absolutely. So Absolutely. So you see, we would have you would have insulated yourself in reference to not being a victim of that downturn. And so what we're saying here tonight is that it's very, very important that you take a micro shift in your mind and start to look more contractual income which is which is predictable, quantifiable and, and, and it's real. Okay, as opposed to chasing transactional riches. Again, I can speak about myself. I wasn't always in this position. There was a time that, you know, I was a mortgage broker. Those of you in the in the sales forces, the commissionable officers, the 1099ers, you know, you're only as good as your last check. But here's the real problem with that. You know, sometimes it takes you four, three, four, six months to close a deal, but in between that time, did, did, 
Did your toilet stop flushing? Did your light stop needing to be paid? Did you stop needing to have a morsel in your mouth? These things still require for you to need to produce. And so here it is. By the time you get your great commission check, all of that check has gone to your previous expenditures. And so now you're left with repeating the process over and over again. So there's the other example I gave you. If wealth is measured over time and by creating enough contractual passive income monthly that can elongate your life, even if you had a drought in producing income, that one month could have sustained your life. In the example prophets that you answered, 10 months. So you had 10 months to get your life together and put your flow back in place. Make sense? And feel free to comment, please. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's a place of where you can feel secure and know that your family will be taken care of because you had great planning. You had great insight to plan this. You know, mm-hmm. in reference to the article speaking of minimum wage, what about those situations where people aren't getting a sufficient enough of income, well, let's just say it's a wage because it is not income. Income usually is that you don't have to work for it. But even in those situations, they have to always contemplate if they were to lose that job, they would have to go back and get and earn another wage. But even a person who is a wage earner, whether they are making five, six, or seven figures, would still like to know that they have some type of insulation where they know they can have that monthly contractual income so that they, if there's a skip in that income, that they don't have to worry about it because they've already had that long-term planning and created that uh, actual experience that they never have to worry about what is going to come in on a monthly basis. And one of the things you spoke about is transactional riches, and I just would like the people to remember riches are always temporary as opposed to wealth. Not only is it built over time, but it also can pass on to legacies. And even this information around contractual income uh, transactional riches versus contractual income. A person having that knowledge can now pass that wisdom and down to their children's children and the legacy, so that they do not repeat and miss the takes that their previous uh, family members or ancestry has actually uh, experienced. So this is a great place to learn about this information so you can think about this and plan plan your life out and make better decisions. Absolutely. And again, I'd like to reiterate, you know, what you just said, Prophet Sankofa, is that you can't leave or transfer transactional riches because the children that you're going to leave it to may not have that particular skill set to do the things that you did, but you see contractual doesn't require any specialized knowledge. Once you have it set it, you can forget it, and all you need to know how to do is to go to the ATM machine and and pretty much download it or, or withdraw it. But the key here is that we need to deal with these two major components, that is erosion, that is killing and eating up the wealth of people, and that is taxation and inflation. And so just based on that, 
we need to focus on that income. We need to truly focus on contractual income and try our best if, if to avoid transactional riches. Now, am I saying to you here, ladies and gentlemen, that transactional riches is bad and you should only do contractual income? Absolutely not. I'm going to say the more flows that you have, the better. But if you want to negatively extract yourself out of the transaction, contractual income is the place to be. And generally, what you know, we teach in, we teach in our mastermind group, there's something called the art scale, which means autonomous, regenerative, trainable, and teachable, ART. So basically, we teach you how to be extracted out of your business model where the business model is, is regenerative, which basically means if you lost everything, you still have a policy and a process in place where you can rebuild it once again, and it's trainable and teachable. And so it doesn't require all of – I'm an advocate of education, by the way, but it doesn't require you to do all the things that society says to do. So it's very, very exciting when you get access to information. And, and we're here to share that on these particular shows and especially to those in our community. Because once again, we do say that family is business and love is law. So we live according to those principles in our community. And so if there's any callers out there tonight that want to call in and ask the question, the number is 657-383-0942. Once again, 6-5-7-3-8-3-0-9-4-2. If you want to call and if you're from the community, you want to call in and just say hello and share your experience, feel free. Or if you're not in our community and you have a question about some of the things that we're talking about, feel free. But we're going to continue to dialogue and have conversation on this. And so what can we do to position ourselves where we're no longer a victim of this financial uncertainty? So the first thing I'm going to say that one needs to do is I'm going to advocate that you Get, in, get a mentor. Find someone. Well, first of all, who should you listen to? Find someone that has done what you like to do or has gone where you've gone and find a mentor. So it's very important that you find someone who understands contractual income and they mastered it and so forth. Well, I can tell you we at the in our community here at the Prophetic Financier Show, we have advocated have successfully completed a multitude of contractual income transactions. And again, this is not a sales pitch. We're just sharing with you, just as yourself, we once had to make that same decision on if we wanted to continue living the life that we currently have and following the plan of those before us, but we were expecting a different result. That's a form of insanity. So we had to take a, a decision or a gut check and decide, I'm going to change what I'm getting. Because in order to change what you're getting, you have to change what you do. And so this is like the call to duty. What do you want to do? Do you want to stay in transactional riches, you know, pay a lot of taxes, you know, because you don't understand the tax codes? Or do you want to create past wealth where you can spend the time that you want to spend with those you care about and do the things that you desire to do? Because, you know, for the most part, the average person works, would you say, probably? They start working in this country between the ages of 22 and 24 if they went to school and followed a plan, and they're retiring at 65, 67. You know, you're looking at a 42-year run in the workforce, and, you know, you're slated to live to 81 according to the average mortality table. So, you know, you work 42 years to live 15, 20 years. I think that's upside down. What do you think? 
Yeah, it, it very much is. And I think also one of the things that if we want to talk about the positive thing about having contractual income, a person who really sees what the possibilities and the opportunities are just in thinking this way and having this life back really can make a choice later on not to work those mm-hmm. amount of years if they decided that they do not want to be a wage earner or they're in a job that they actually hate or, right. you know, they look at the fact that they're not able to spend family time or mm-hmm. they're not able to pass the specialized knowledge down, which is extremely invaluable to their family and the family members. This may be something that a person might say, you know, um, this is something new I'm learning, and literally can decide to share the amount of time that they're actually in the workforce. Absolutely. Based on how they plan it and their goals, you know. So that's something I wanted to add to that. Absolutely. And here's the interesting thing. The average individual that that earns an income in the United States will earn well over a million dollars. Just imagine this, the cost of a child, for those of you on the call today, the cost of a child from the womb to leaving the nest is $1.2 million. So it costs $1.2 million to, to, to raise a child from the womb to leaving the nest. Just think about that. $1.2 million. And the average, the average person makes about $1.6 million in their lifetime. And, and so look at the now you wonder why so many people are retiring financially unfit in America because the game plan is outdated. It was it's not designed for you to truly make that leap as we call in the social mobility, make that leap from the low to middle income to the upper upper income to one percent. And you know, again, for those of you there, just take these numbers down and do your research yourself. You know, basically, again, it's all about income as where you need to learn how to change and, and jump from a certain income class to another. But in order to do that, you have to know what those targets are. And so you have to be able to start generating income upwardly to $10,000 $10, or so per month just to be able to be in the top 10% of the of the 1%. And if you want to be in the 1%, you have to be generating well over $30,000 a month. And now here's a chart. That sounds like it's a great deal of capital. And, you know, how do I – I'm sure you guys have questions. How how am I going to get involved with contractual income? I don't have a lot of money. What this to you? No matter if you're working in corporate America or a franchise in, in Idaho, as long as you have a dollar in your hand and you learn how to – how to multiply that dollar, you can participate in contractual income. And we're here, we're here, our community is here to share and to empower people how they can do that for themselves. It's very, very simple once you have specialized knowledge. So again, if you have children that are geared up to go to college and you're, you're tired of playing the 529 game, then you need to learn about the alternative asset game called contractual income. You need to learn about that. It's collateralized. It's predictable. You means you can sleep good at night because you know what? You know a specific amount of money is coming every single month. You don't have to be speculative in nature because, again, a speculator doesn't know. 
They don't know what the market is going to do, but you see a contractual income participant, you know with certainty that you're going to receive a certain amount of payments over a certain term at a certain dollar amount. You can sleep well at night again, as I said before, knowing and, and, and trusting that you have this income coming in. So it's, it's exciting for that to happen. You know, we, we just advocate that you, you empower yourself with this information, even if it's not a part of our community. You can be you're sure welcome to come to this particular show. Every you know again the show is every is going to be every Monday night, and um, we look forward to seeing you and hearing from you in reference to this. Um, again, any any other updates that you like to talk about? Maybe before um, a few callers call in and we take some calls. Okay, sure, absolutely. And I'd like for those who are listening to really think about the questions they ask themselves around money on a daily basis, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Uh, simple questions, am I going to have enough to meet my expenses this month? Do I have to get a second job to meet my expenses this month? Um, you know, would I have enough energy and strength? How is this going to affect my life and my lifestyle that I'm spending most of the time out there trying to get an extra income. Oh, do I need to start a new business? I don't have enough funds for that. You know, those are the kind of quiet conversations that people are having with themselves, or they may be discussing it with others. But I would like you to really visit and pay attention to what you think about every day on a, on a daily basis or those quiet questions that you ask yourself at night. Are you tossing and turning and wonder how are you going to make ends meet? Um, You know, those type of things. Can your physical body handle all that extra stress and pressure? Uh, Are you able to go to any retail situation and purchase as you leisurely would like to? Is your money telling you what you can and cannot do, or do you have the control to tell your money what you can or cannot do? So just the basic, basic, basic situations. What about those who are wondering, oh, uh, you know, we talked about $1.2 million just to raise a child. Think about those who may have two, three, or four, or five children just listening to this information this evening. Now you've got more to think about. Uh, we don't mean to stress you, but we do understand that when you're in truth with yourself and you look at true reality, you know you have to make decisions. But can you make decisions without the necessary information and necessary knowledge? So now this is a time to start to ask some questions and seek where you can get this specialized knowledge where you can get this information. I want to encourage everyone tonight to actually subscribe to the Prophetic Financier uh, Block Talk radio show because we definitely will be able to come on and speak with you and answer any questions you have, any of those questions that you can submit to us. We can even answer on the show. And... um, and just get back to you with it. We don't have to call your name out. You just answer it because another person may be asking those questions. But just because you had the courage to come forward and ask those questions, those questions can be answered for almost anyone. Absolutely. So, and also, 
I'm sorry. I'd like to add to that as well that you can follow our show also on YouTube, the Prophetic Financier show. You can you can find us on YouTube and follow us. There are great videos there. You can follow along with us there as well. And I just want to kind of tie up this for you. One of the major benefits for being a part of our community is that we we first of all want to work with the right people. We want to work with people and be a part of a family with an individual who's really truly wanting change in their lives. And once we've identified that particular candidate and they're a part of our community, um, we're going to do five key things. And these five key things are going to set us aside from the ordinary gurus and gurus in the world. And that's not what we're about here. We're truly about empowerment through action. You know, you have to start being, start doing, and start having. But the approach that we take is very strategic. And the way the approach that we take is that, number one, we're going to teach you. Because, you see, the more intelligence that you have on a subject matter, you will never fall prey to false information or be taken by a charlatan. That's first thing, number one. Number two, we're going to show you. So now you're going to learn theoretically the principles that govern creating passive income, but then we're going to show you through modeling and examples of how it's done. And then we're going to watch you because you learn by doing. This is not about being an intellectual. This is about being a dualectual, do. Okay, and then fourthly, we're going to examine what you do, but then we're going to correct the mistakes that you made. And again, mistakes are not bad in our community or in our in our society because you learn from those situations. And then lastly, number five, proceed and repeat. That means you're going to continue adding contractual income, which we're going to just share with you one of the one of the lingo words that we use in our community called a wealth pair. So you're going to learn how to create wealth pairs that's going to produce passive contractual income to you month after month, year after year, generation after generation, if you choose to. And you can sleep and assure yourself the kids will be taken care of, college can be taken care of, because everything will be contractually as opposed to transactionally. So, you know, once again, we're going to open up the calls for those who want to call in because we this is almost at the, it's at the top of the hour, uh, 657-383-0942. Once again, 657-383-0942. We're going to open up the calls, open up the lines for anyone who wishes to call in. And if we don't really get any calls, we'll, we'll wrap this particular podcast up tonight. And for those of you who are in our community, we'll have access to it being recorded. And for those of you who want to record, who want to listen to this recording, you know, who are not in our community, just follow us on our on our on our station blog talk radio there and you can just follow us there and we look forward to hearing from you. As the prophets mentioned, you can email us our questions. Your questions they'll provide you answers on the air and you'll be totally anonymous. But again, sharing is sharing and we believe that, you know, each one teach one, each one lead on this concept. It's not it doesn't matter where you're from, who you are this is about changing the lives of those who want to do for themselves. Okay, so once again, we open the line up once again, area code 657-383-0942. We're going to give it maybe another couple of minutes, and if not, you know, we'd like to thank you tuning in today. And Prophet Sankofa, thank you so much for such a lovely introduction and that informative information in reference relative to inflation. I believe it was very fitting but we discussed tonight, and we appreciate you. 
to all of our community members out there. We appreciate you as well, and we look forward to speaking to you in up-and-coming events. And for those of you who are hearing us for the first time, we, we want to thank you and encourage you to continue to follow our show empower yourself with information so that you can make informed decisions. So I guess at this time, there are no callers calling in. I guess we've answered all those questions. Well, you know, we just want to take the time to say thank you once again for tuning in to the Prophetic Financier Show, along with the Prophetess Kofer, and this is Al Mills, also known as Prophetic Financier, wishing you a great evening as we sign out. Once again, thank you for tuning in. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.